Hello family, you are tuned into Divine Discourse with Pastor David Spencer and I am excited, humbled really, that you have chosen to spend this time with me. Let the discourse begin. James chapter 1, I'm going to be starting at verse 2, going to verse 4. I will be reading from the New King James Version. James chapter 1, verse 2 through 4. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. For a topic I would like to speak from this morning is count it all joy. Count it all joy. While I was completing my master's at UNCW in Integrated Marketing and Communications, um, our program advisor would check in with us periodically about our progress. She wanted to know how we were doing. Sometimes she would even let us vent about how hard it was balancing everything. The coursework, our jobs, family commitments, church, and many other obligations. Some of the students would even express all of this as just too much and they would say hey i think i want to quit like a good advisor she would listen to our problems and let us express our concerns but after a while she would interrupt our venting session with this saying keep the small things small you got to keep the small things small it was her way of reminding us that this stretching that we were experiencing, this stretching that we were feeling, it was all a part of the process. She would say the stretching is by design. She would tell us that if you are not being stretched a little bit, then this would not be worth it. The fact that you are being stretched at all tells you everyone cannot do this. Everyone cannot sit where you are seated. This experience has to stretch you so you can come out better on the other side of it. She will remind us, you all signed up for this. You gave us permission to stretch you. She even had the audacity to say, Sister Tiffany, when you graduate, you will call us back and you're going to thank us that we stretched you. She would always conclude the conversation with, you got to keep the small things small. She was telling us that some things are beyond your control. And there is not much you can do about the things that you cannot control. But make sure the things that you can control, you keep small. She was saying, or she would ask her, have you read the text? Are you spending your time wisely? Are, are you planning when you're going to do your activity? Are you talking to your fellow students, drawing strength from your shared experience? She would say, keep 
the small things small. And she would ask this question, and it was my favorite. She would say, are you intentional about your attitude? She said, your emotions, your demeanor, your attitude, all of this is up to you. And if you want to get to the other side of this course, of this program, you must have the right attitude if you want to find success. Now, she would always focus the conversation with keep the small things small. But there was this one instance when I heard God whisper in my ear. He said, David, I am God. So everything is small in comparison to me. Now, we serve a big God, so everything that we encounter is small in comparison to him. So even though we were in class discussing our problems and voicing our concerns with our advisor, the church boy in me got a little happy because God had joined the conversation. He reminded me in that moment that all things work together for my good because I love him and most importantly, he loves me. And even though you feel like you are being stretched, you feel like it's all too much to bear, when you feel like you want to quit, God said, I'm going to use all of this, the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, I will use all of it for your good. And because all of it is for your good, the text on this morning instructs us to count it all joy. Count it all, all of it, joy. James begins this dialogue with the believer by suggesting that whenever you are facing a trial of any kind, you should count it all joy. Now, James is not suggesting that trials are easy and that you won't get tired or you won't ever feel some pain in this journey called life. He is not suggesting that you will never get a little frustrated. But what he is suggesting that when trials knock at your door, you have a decision to make about your response. Joy is a decision. You must be intentional about choosing joy. You must be intentional about finding joy in every situation. When trials knock at your door, your answer has to be joy. Instead of count it all joy, some translations use the word consider. Consider it all joy. Consider by definition means to think carefully and critically about your decision. The word consider is also translated to mean command. I must command my mind. I must command my thoughts. I must command my emotions. I must command my attitude to have joy. I choose joy. I find joy. I pursue joy. Joy has to be my response. When I begin to tally it up, when I begin to count up the cost and count up my experience, when I weigh it all out, everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, all 
of it has to be put in the column labeled joy. Joy is an intentional decision. Now, to help us arrive at this decision, we need to fully understand that there is a difference between happiness and joy. There's a distinct difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is my response to the circumstance, but joy is my state of mind. Listen, there's nothing wrong with being happy, but happiness depends on external factors. If we're being honest, no one is happy all of the time. Depending on what happened, you may find yourself sad, frustrated, afraid, a little tense, a little angry. You're not going to be happy all of the time. In some seasons of your life, you will be unhappy about the things that came up in your life. You see, happiness, like these other emotions, is a natural response to what happened. Happiness happens to you. It's how you feel in that moment. You are a human. There's a human side to all of us. So you're going to have feelings and emotions about the moment. But one moment cannot dictate how you feel about the entire experience. One moment of sadness cannot, cannot remove all of the joy from your life. For this reason, James did not say Count it all happiness. He said, count it all joy. Listen, joy is a fruit of the spirit. Happiness is not. Joy must be a constant in your experience. When I find myself sad, frustrated, afraid, angry, and sometimes unhappy, regardless of what happened or how I feel about it, will have joy in spite of. Weeping may endure for a night, but I know joy comes in the morning. And listen, morning is not about the sun rising. Morning happens when I remember where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord. My joy is found in Him. Listen, your emotions are your reaction to the events of the day. But joy is always my conclusion. Joy helps me find the blessing while I am waiting. Joy gets me through difficult times. There is a difference between happiness and joy. Even when I find myself unhappy, it can't last always. Why? Because I choose to find joy. I count it all. Joy. And the last thought when we're moving, I want to leave with you today is as long as I have Jesus, I have something to have joy about. As long as I have Jesus, I've got to have joy. Life is filled with twists and turns, but as joint heirs of Christ, as brothers and sisters in the church, as a body of believers, our response cannot look like the world. There has to be a difference in how we respond to adversity. They're looking at you and they're saying, how can she smile after all of this? If that happened to me, I don't know if I would be all right. How 
is he okay? That would turn my world upside down. Our response to adversity, our reaction to trial sometimes won't make sense to people that don't know God. Joy doesn't make sense if you don't have God. My joy is attached to him. Listen, seasons may change, but God doesn't. Our joy is in him. And as long as he is on the throne, joy will follow me all the days of my life. Now listen, the hymn writer says it this way. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, it says my soul will cry out, hallelujah. And I have no other choice but to thank God for saving me. Guess what? I hear joy. When I'm afraid, there is joy in my spirit. When I feel alone, joy keeps me company. When I need peace in my mind, joy is there to comfort me. Joy is there to surround me. We are alive and breathing. That is something to have joy about. The blood is still flowing in our veins. God didn't let us die in our midst. That is a reason right there to have joy. Joy, unspeakable joy. It's not going to always make sense. It's not going to always be easy, but you got to pursue joy. Listen, I should be crying, but I still have joy. I should have lost my mind, but I still have joy. I should be defeated. The enemy should have took me out, but God gave me the victory. I still have joy. When the situation is not what we hoped for, when it's not what we expected it to be, I remind myself that God is still God. And here it is. God is still in control, and God is still in charge. I find joy in knowing that he is concerned about me. The center of it all. I can count it all. Not something, not the things that feel good, but even the things that bother me. I can count it all joy because God is with me. When I add it all up, all of it is joy. I can't find joy in temporary things. My joy isn't found in the world. And they used to say it this way this joy that I have, the world. They didn't give it to me. And so what that means is this old world, no matter what they throw my way, the world can take my joy. My life belongs to God. So I have no other choice to trust them. I love them. And he loves me. He is concerned about me. His grace and his mercy, it follows me. So whatever comes my way, I gotta be steadfast in my decision. I gotta command my body. I gotta command my hands. When I don't feel like praising God, I gotta lift up my voice and open up my mouth and say, I will bless the Lord at all times. And the praise will continually be in my mouth. When I add it all up, every experience, Every chain, everything, every heartbreak, everything that happened, I got to say, God, you used that thing to make me better. 
I came out on the other side better. And what's great about God is when we look around, if I was to pass this mic, you all got a story. You all been through a thing. But on this morning, I'm here to tell you, you don't look like what you've been through. You don't look like what you've been through. You got a testimony. I see testimony. I see blessings. I see the peace of God on your lives. And so that's something to have joy about. He didn't let the trial, he didn't let the experience, he didn't let the pain, he didn't let the hurt, he didn't let the crying at night take you out. The devil came to steal, kill, and destroy, but God said, nah, I am the author of it all. And for that reason, we can still have joy. Do you have joy on this morning? On this morning? Amen. I was talking to my wife um, earlier this week, and I said, hey, so I think I want to do an altar call on Sunday. And uh, Deacon walked over to me today, and he said, hey, you think you want to do an altar call? <laughs> hey, family, thank you for tuning in to Divine Discourse with Pastor David Spencer. I hope it was time well spent and that something was said that touched your life. Until we meet again, I speak blessings over you, your family, and everyone connected to you. Be blessed.